0: Hey guys, buckle up for a new episode of Pass the Mic with Kamali, the only podcast made to teach rising bosses like you how to pave your way in the modern world. Today, we're taking an in-depth look at my life and where it all began and why giving up was never an option. Plus, I'm bringing along some pretty amazing friends and family to help tell my story in hopes of inspiring someone out there that's been praying for a glimpse of light to shine inside of them. I'm here to share that after today, nothing can stop you now. Get ready to get inspired. Hey guys. I'm super excited about our next guest on Pass the Mic with Kamali. On today's episode, I have Dr. Jamaris Glenn. He is the owner of a hit spot here in Tampa, Florida in the district of Ybor City. It is a restaurant that gives this down-to-home flair with its elevated Southern menu, warm ambiance, and its extraordinary service and creative um, crafted cocktails. Um, I am a fan of this restaurant, their food, their vibe, and make sure if you are in the Tampa area that you do stop in and visit 7th and Grove. All right, let's get into it. Yay. Okay, so I'm super excited. (laughs) I have today a very, 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 not that my other guests aren't special, but this gentleman, Dr. Jamaris. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. <laughs> Dr. Jamaris Glenn, owner of Seventh and Grove, turned uh, inspiration and <laughs> just so many things. I don't even think you know this, but mm-hmm. last year during the Black Lives Matter um, protests, mm-hmm. we held a couple of different webinars or mm-hmm. I guess you could say online yeah. um, conferences yeah. and I remember you saying to me liz don't stop what you're doing no. what you're doing is so purposeful
1: yeah
0: and that impacted me yeah in a way because it was easy for me to give up from how overwhelmed i was of
1: course
0: and i was so i was so disheartened with right. how that particular um live went
1: yeah yeah
0: that I almost wanted to give up I had to take yeah. a step back but your words your inspiration oh wow lived right here in my heart so I don't <laughs> even know if you know that no I
1: didn't. this is why I, I
0: love do... you so much
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're I mean it's very true and a lot of times when we're doing purposeful work it's very thankless right it's very thankless and a lot of people don't pour into other people and it's so important like if you are I mean women like you are the reason literally why I do what I do you know what I'm saying like I've I've been supported by incredible women my entire life you know and when I see you yeah. doing the work it means I mean could, it means everything because you're you're with us you're fighting with us you know what I mean and I, I love that and I, I love exact everything that you do and and just keep going you're going to have some people who will definitely try to you know curtail you but don't let that you know, stop your shine and don't let it dim your light. either. Thank
0: you, Thank you okay. for that. I receive yeah. all of that. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about you. Cause I really want, yeah. I really want to know more about you. I want to know your story, your journey yeah. Yeah. Um, into becoming an entrepreneur because the goal and the objective behind my podcast is to really yeah. inspire young people coming behind us black and brown yeah, to course. continue moving forward and moving of that course. needle forward. Right. So yes. tell us a little bit about your story, your background. Yeah.
1: yeah. So born and raised here in Tampa, Florida. Uh, I grew up in, you know, pretty much a predominantly black neighborhoods from Samson Park to Fishbowl to uh, all of East Tampa, um, you know, and even in brown neighborhoods like town and country. Um, so, you know, it was really great, uh, you know, experiencing those types of communities. Um, then I went to uh, Hillsborough High School, graduated with IB program there. And um, I was in a predominantly all white class. Uh, so, you know, um, it, I had a representative from Howard come and speak to me. And they're like, well, we really want you. And I was like, what is Howard? You know, and um, I learned a little bit more about the historically black colleges and universities. And I didn't go to Howard, but I went to Florida a and um And it was probably the most uh, changing, life-changing experience of 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 all time for me. Um, And I graduated with my uh, doctorate degree in pharmacy. And I worked for a big retail company for about 13 years. Um, And, you know, that experience, because I wanted to help people. And it was, I was always been a people person. Um, And then, you know, in my mind, and even in my time with at FAMU, I loved communing with people. I love talking with people. I love food, doing it over food. I love doing it over music. I love everything about it. And I was like, I really want to open up a space to where we can have discussions like we had back in, you know, at, at, in college or, you know, um, eat the foods that, you know, are very important to our culture and my traveling from like New York to Atlanta, to DC, LA. And I saw those types of spaces there, but I didn't see them at home. So there was a void, Mm -hmm. um, for me here. And so, uh, I partnered with two incredible black women, um, Dr. Vonland Wright, who just so happened to be my classmate, and uh Miss Khalia McDuffie, who has done a lot of different uh spaces in the Tampa Bay area. And we formed yeah, Seventh amazing. and Grove. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what is Seventh and Grove? Because the people who are not in Tampa, Florida have no yeah. idea what they're missing out on. <laughs> Let's just talk about that for a oh. second. The food is amazing.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So Seventh Grove is, I mean, it is a restaurant and lounge, uh, but we call it culturally immersive, uh, which basically means that, I mean, we're bringing different types of, uh, just different types of ingredients, different types of spices, different types of life to the space when it comes to our influences in food, in uh, music, and what we talk about. Um, so it's a it's a hub for those people who want to feel welcomed. Um, our our mantra is Evolve Flourish. So it basically means when we say flourish, you know, obviously when you come in, you'll see a lot of greenery and foliage, but it also means that um, a flower blooms in its own time. So we want to you to come in and be exactly who you are. Um, and that's important to us. And, and we just want to celebrate the imperfectly perfect, that perfect person that you are.
0: And it really does radiate that Um, over the summer, probably early, early. I say summer because the kids go on break like in May here in Florida. Mm. But um, you guys held a networking event and it was the first time in, wow, 11 years since I've lived here. Wow. That I felt in my element.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, Elliot, my husband and I, we walked into your space and we both. We were just like, we don't have to pretend, we don't have yeah. to code switch because exactly. what we have found a lot of, especially in corporate, right? Of course,
1: of course. for me
0: being being a Latina, and I'm sure yeah. you've probably experienced this, yeah. is code switching so Absolutely. that you know you're not, so that you can blend, right? So you can blend, Correct.
1: right? And we also do that to seem more harmless and innocent, right? So like when we talk a certain way, we're like, oh, we you know, it kind of disguises it kind of is a dog whistle to where it says, okay, oh, well, he's not aggressive, or she's not aggressive, you know, because she speaks this way, you know, so, yeah, it can be problematic sometimes, too.
0: (laughs) It is, you can lose your identity, I feel like, in that process, and I, I honestly do believe in my heart that what I just experienced um, on a personal level, that's, that's exactly what it was, because, I almost I almost lost myself in the process instead of just showing up as this mm. big old bubbly Puerto Rican girl that I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So so we we love that. And then small world, I had no idea your my husband and you had crossed paths. That's correct. During your time yeah. working um yes. for that corporation. Yes. Yes. So it's um, just like wow, yeah. like divine timing we Go ahead, go ahead. Of
1: course, and I know he's told you stories too. It's just a lot of micro managing, a lot of microaggressions, and it just was not the positive workspace that I wanted to be in. Great money, uh, sometimes, but you know, it's just you know, it, just, <laughs> it wasn't the best work environment for me, and I'm sure not Elliot either
0: yeah no, sure. sure. And money, I think we can both agree is is not everything, right? Like I think working for something you're you're passionate about is actually a lot more fulfilling. and the money will come
1: for sure for sure. That's
0: yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So where did the name Seventh and Grove come from? Like how did that creative um title? like tell me yeah, a little bit about so, that.
1: Um, so I actually came up with that name um, and I wanted it to be. Obviously, for my travels, I, I used to go, you know, in um, in New York and in Houston, there'll be like this street name and something, right? So you'll have like, uh, I don't know, like 7th and 20th or something like that. And there'll be like this cute little boutique restaurant, and it'll be so cute and, and upscale. So my partner, Kalia, she wanted to first call it the garden because she was just obsessed with flowers. And leaves and plants and i was like man that sounds like a grandma place and so um we're on seventh avenue um and historical seventh avenue right so we're you know ebor city is actually a landmark um and it yeah. you know it it pours and it says diversity and i think that's what we wanted to represent and then the growth part um because obviously Ebor was big on immigrants big on you know, uh, French, Italian, and most importantly, Cubans. Um, Cubans, And then, you know, there were Afro-Cubans as well, and Black people who came and migrated here as well for very rich uh, Black communities. And so we want to represent that. So seventh was that part. And then the growth part, obviously, to appease my partner, Kalia, because she wanted to call the (laughs) garden. But not only that, we just wanted to incorporate um, an environment that is good soil for you to grow. And so that was um, that's what we wanted to create uh, in our space, and so we just thought of seventh and growth.
0: Well, that's I awesome.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I did, I yeah. did, and don't forget. <laughs>
0: yeah. So um, at that network event, um, you guys talked a little bit about how you traveled to the different places yeah. and tried the different food to kind of come yeah. up with that unique menu. Yeah. So something that I tried was I think it's called the barbecue watermelon chicken.
1: Oh yeah barbecue watermelon Oh uh, yeah you do barbecue watermelon hot wings Yes oh, Yes <laughs>
0: They were bomb, like bomb.com, <laughs> let me tell you. And I I was really hesitant because I was like, watermelon and barbecue, yeah. do not go together. Yeah. I was like, what? And I remember the server was like, I promise you, you know, if you don't like it, it's okay. Yeah. Said, but I promise you, it won't disappoint. And sure yes. enough, we ended up ordering another order because my husband was like, oh, I'm not hungry. And then he tried one and he, I was like, all right, we need more. <laughs> <laughs> so so your your menu at 7th and Grove is also very unique. How yeah. did you guys um come up with all of that can you share a little bit about that as well Yeah,
1: absolutely I mean we've eat, we've ate, ate at food restaurants and it's always kind of been you know soul food is a is a beautiful thing because of the history of it um you know from slavery times to where they would create get cornmeal and you know make a paste and cook that cornmeal and then now it come up with cornbread and it's something that you can eat with your hands because slaves back slaves back in the day didn't have utensils to eat so they came up with this you know um, this bread. And so we, now we eat it as cornbread or the, the mustard, the, the collard greens, because those greens were, you know, tossed aside by a lot of the white owners. And they use those scraps as well as, you know, different parts of the pig or whatever meat they had to create these dishes and um, field peas and and, and collard greens and, and, and corn and all that other kind of thing. So we wanted to incorporate that into our food, but also elevate it, right? So we didn't want it to look like, you know, your mom and pop, no disrespect, but your mom and pop church dinner, you know what I mean? And sure. we wanted it to do something sure. different um, and also um, incorporate different things that we have tasted back in the past that we absolutely love. So we love, so like for instance, we have one of our dishes, Rock the Boat, which is one of our high seller dishes. and That's a fried catfish um, under a mound of collard greens that we bro- slow braised with uh, turkey neck bones with grits and our creole sauce. So you have a little bit of the south with the catfish. <laughs> you have the creole sauce that is really big in, you know, Louisiana grits, which is obviously a southern thing. Um, and you know, we just kind of push it all together. So um, me and my partner Kalia, we always sit down and you know, we look through it and we're just like, you know what, this is what we want to do. And so we did it.
0: You guys have a peach cobbler, I think, too.
1: We do. We have a peach cobbler. We use a cognac sauce with the peach cobbler. Um, so yeah, Ooh. it's just yeah. and none Y'all of us are chefs. Not you're not. <laughs> <laughs> none of us are chefs. We tell everybody, none of us are chefs. We just fat and love food. That's what it is. And you know, our love That's for food. That's all it takes. Doing flavors <laughs> yeah. that you love and you know that other people will enjoy. So, you
0: know. Well, and they say food is, you know, food is, is uh, what is it? is the medicine for the soul like oh it's
1: absolutely like, and you know, it's the universal God. it's the universal uniter like I don't have to if yes. we don't need to speak the same language if we sat down and ate some food and it's good food we don't need language yes. right <laughs> yes.
0: I, so. I was just about yeah. to say I was like my grandmother you, and my grandfather got you know got so they yeah. always say well, one person eats 10 people eat absolutely and, you know and my husband, like I'm always feeding. Like I'm always feeding yeah. <laughs> because it's true. Food brings people together.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a It brings thing. people
0: together. And I think that that what Seventh and Grove has done for our community is incredible. Thank it's you. It's incredible. I think that it's brought a lot of um, our people together to show what like you would say black excellence yeah. looks like and that we can do this. Yes. You know, when we when we come together. Yes. Um, and we we stay strong together we can elevate yes. and level up and I think Absolutely. that's what Seventh and Grove represents for sure I mean and that's I mean that's my opinion but I should yes think, of I course think a lot of people in the area
1: <laughs> yes and um, we're so and we're actually so excited even to partner with I mean our passion is you know is food and vibes and things like that but we have a soft spot spot, soft spot for people of color and minorities and people who have been marginalized so for instance we have another Legacy Lounge coming up, um, where we're talking about the hospitality industry, and we actually brought in Felicia, uh, who um, was the owner of Hemingway, which is now Cuba, Uh, and she has um, she was in Armature Works, but I think she has two two restaurants now in um, St. Pete, and uh, she's I mean we wanted to bring in more you know brown people and things like that to tell their story as well because it's all it's honestly the same you know so um, Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. it's very that's that's very very true you know and the hospitality industry I, I was i was just telling my husband i said i think that what i've learned over the course of the last year and a half is how much of a, a facade it, it really is yeah how much of a facade it really is sure. and um it makes it hard for people like us who are living so transparent and so yeah. um unapologetically ourselves right? Yes to to kind of break in but I mm-hmm. think that we're making that we're, we're making those waves so we I are those
1: strides are being I made absolutely
0: yeah for sure rose and a thorn for you right. when it comes to being a owner
1: right yeah so the rose obviously is uh the people um I think that we are doing things in Tampa that has never been done before um, indirectly and directly, we employ at least uh, over 150 uh, uh, Black people um, and people of color. We um, and trans people. We um, and LGBTQ members of the LGBTQ uh, community. Um, women. We are, you know, uh, 80, uh, 66% women-owned and over 80% women-operated. Um, these are things that are very important for us, and that is the rose for me. Um, community is the rose and knowing that hopefully somebody is looking at me and wanting to do the same thing. I tell people all the time, it's not, we don't just need One Seventh and Grove and we're good to go in Tampa. We need multiple spaces. That is how our city is going to thrive and be diverse. And that's how we're going to get more people in. And that's how we're going to stay in business, you know, because we don't want anything to you to come every day, anything of anything, too much of anything can be stale, you know what I mean? And be damaging. So we try to keep it fresh, but we want people to venture out to go other places and then come back to us, you know? So that's important. But um, the rose really is knowing that we employ so many wonderful people and wonderful families, single mothers, uh, uh, ex-cons, um, you know, anybody who's just never felt like they could move up um, because of their situation. And so that was that's the rose for us. The thorn, obviously, is as a black-owned business, you're never given grace at all. And so for a lot of times, you know, um, we're very hard on ourselves as a people. Uh, so you know, um, they want excellence every single time, and they have to understand we're not perfect. You know, no businesses. is. There's gonna we're gonna drop the ball, but what makes us great is how we pick up the ball and fix the situation. So, you know, a lot of times um, we give people access. They know who we are. We're usually there. Um, one of us is usually there on the premises. And so they feel like they have access to us. So if they have an issue like, oh, my food was cold, they'll come to us. And it's just like, we have managers <laughs> in place for that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know, but we'll take care of the issue, but they, have th- they don't know the chain of command. And how we empower our managers to take care of those situations. Um, We, you know, anything, any small minute thing that goes, that is not satisfying, we'll hear about it through Yelp or through Google or through, you know, we're usually the ones that are the the most highly and overly critiqued in places like Walmart or McDonald's or, you know, other places like that, you know, you get the you get their service and you're not satisfied and you just kind of move along your way and you'll probably come back the next day. But with us, we don't get those type, we don't get that type of grace. We don't get that, we try to our best to be great. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes your greatness is not the standard of everybody else's. So um, you know, we understand that we try not to take things personal. It is um, obviously it's my business, it's my money that I poured into. And so when I hear disheartening things. I'm usually like, man, what is really going on, you know, but, um, understanding yeah. that people will never understand what you're going through until they're in your position. And, um, so that's, that's essentially what it is, but yeah, that's, that's a thorn for me for sure.
0: I think that's a thorn for all of us who own yeah. businesses. Yes, of course. I think, And I think I, I- and I think too, for um, Black and Browns, I think they try to set that expectation
1: even mm. higher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it goes, and I think, I think it, it's and definitely- like, even in, in like the social settings that I'm in, and I kind of like, I like it because it's kind of an experiment, but I really think it goes back to our childhood, right? So we have, you know, Black people and Brown people, we have very strict parents that want, that demand excellence, right? Any small thing that you do They'll critique you about it until this day i'm 36 and my mom is like you know why don't you eat this and why don't you eat that and why aren't you drinking this and why aren't you doing this and i'm like mom come on but that's how we were raised and i'm sure that's how you were raised too yeah. these high expectations yeah. and then when we see yeah. people of our own doing things we give them that same energy and it's not it's not warranted yeah
0: oh you just touched on a topic that i love to talk about <laughs> energy
1: yeah <laughs>
0: it's, it's it is so true it is so yeah. true and i think too we're our own worst enemies at times yeah i think that um we at least again i speak for myself but we want to be so perfect because mm-hmm. in our minds our, our heart our heart radiates goodness of course of course and So you know, it's like was that good enough? How did I sound? Yeah. Was that, you know, d- yep. was, you know, oh my God, like, oh my God, we made this mistake. And then when you yes. kind of step back, which is what I'm learning to do is just kind of like pause yeah. and say, wait a minute. It's okay. We're human. Let's humanize this process and experience. And we're going to make mistakes. It's okay. Sure. Um. Because owning a business, being an entrepreneur, being human with all the other baggage that we carry as it is, it's yeah. a lot. It's yeah. It's a lot. And then, you know, I always, add social media to it if you're like oh being gosh social media whore on
1: yeah.
0: social media I'm like oh my god I'm, yeah I'm falling behind I'm not yes. doing enough and it's just of like no no yeah yeah yeah
1: it's smoke and mirrors so- it's, it's smoke and mirrors people think that you know every, only Instagram shows the happy parts they don't see the struggle yeah. they don't see when you're you know crying in Elliot's arms they don't see when I'm over here frustrated and I'm throwing things across the room because I I, I I, it seems like you can't win for losing we're not taking pictures of that or reels of that and putting it on our instagram we're only showing the positive and it it's not it's not true it is it's very very inauthentic you know of us you know because we want social media to think that we're living this great life but it's it's owning a business is hard you know this it's it's difficult you know and um yeah. some, i would i you know i i try to make it I, I want to do something to where I can show the downs too. You know what I mean. So there are some there are some down yeah. parts. You know, and and it can be paralyzing at times. So yeah,
0: very very mm-hmm. paralyzing. And sometimes mm-hmm. you're gonna have to shift. Like, yeah. it, it, I know the hospitality industry with COVID took a huge hit. A lot of Absolutely. us works work came to a complete halt. Yeah, and it takes strong mind to you know, process and you have to be mm. flexible in the process. I, mm. And having having that mentality, it, it takes a certain kind of person um, to, really, to really do it. I believe we're all capable of it. I think we yeah. all have it in us. But I also believe it's important to have really good employees and really good workers because we can't of run course. businesses without them. So I also don't want everyone out there to think you have to start a business to be successful or to consider yourself a winner
1: yeah
0: um in 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 life um so that takes me to my next thing is what is something you would tell your younger self uh to help inspire someone younger than us or even people our age. I didn't yeah. realize you were 36 like me. We getting yeah. up there, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. We getting yes. up there. <laughs> we don't look at though, so that's the beauty of it. <laughs> we look good. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you, you tell know,
0: your younger self to suit that, that younger Jumer- Jumeric? If,
1: if, if I told my younger self, it would, I mean, some something, it would be to slow down, number one, and number two, quit <laughs> like i would have quit my job earlier um, if i knew if i knew my own strength if i knew my own strength i would quit i would have quit my job earlier and you know a lot of times um and even growing up and you know this too you know we're taught you have a good job you need to keep that good job you know but really when we are excelling and we're making other people money in our corporate settings and and things like that that's a reflection of our potential and what we can, and that same energy that we can put into our own businesses. And I didn't learn that until honestly, two years ago when I was pushed and you know, I was pushed into Seventh and growth. My sister Kalia, she's like Jamar. this is something that we gonna, we're gonna do this. And I'm very conservative. She's very risky, but I'm <laughs> very, very conservative. I don't like leaving a job and going out, stepping out on faith. And and unfortunately, that's a that's a opportunity for me. But I kept my job for two years. I recently just quit in February because I was just so I wasn't I wasn't sure. You know, and then COVID came and I'm like, oh, I'm definitely keeping my job. You know, um, I need some kind of income. You know, mind you, I'm single, no children, no nothing, and I can work below my means if I wanted to, but you know i just saw that level of comfortability and what i felt was a felt was a safety net and i stayed there but also it was it was abuse it was abuse for me you know because i i wasn't in a healthy space not in a healthy work environment i didn't feel physically healthy and um it was literally killing me at, at, a, at a point in time and uh if i would tell myself something else, you know honestly it would be you know be patient with yourself be kinder to yourself and to and to quit those situations that are not healthy for you. And that goes with relationships, uh, business or platonic or romantic or otherwise. And those things that you feel like you're tethered to like these jobs, you know, because at the end of the day, what I've noticed is when I'm, if there's everything, God forbid anything happened to me, I've seen people, pharmacists die and there'll be an email that day that says such and such has passed away. And the very next day, or even the same day, there'll be an opening for that same job position. And it's like, what is my worth to this company? Mm -hmm. You know, what am I worth? I'm, I'm, I need to invest in myself and not, you know, these other corporations that don't, that only see me as a warm body. You know, and not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to say that either. But yeah, but please understand, like, if you are in a situation, bet on yourself every single time you're going to win.
0: You are worthy. Yes, that's absolutely.
1: For that. Absolutely.
0: For all of that is that you are worthy and you are yeah. deserving. And yeah. like you said, if, just be patient, but yeah. don't stay in a situation. I, 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 I'm maybe, and I think that's where Elliot and I, we kind of like balance each other out. Cause yeah. Elliot is more of like the conservative. Yep. Like, no, you need to slow down. And I'm like the energizer bunny. I'm like, hey, I'm all right, let's just jump. We all gonna be all right, you know what <laughs> We, right. we balance each other, but I also think it has a lot to do with our upbringing. He was sure. born in, in the same place, never moved, you know, very stable. And then I grew up military moving around every three, four years. So for me, change is like, it's inevitable. Change yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. And we- we're going to land on our two feet, you know? Absolutely. And then I, I'm a very spiritual person and yeah. I always say our ancestors paved the mm-hmm. way so that we, you know, we, we, it runs through our veins. For
1: sure. It's
0: in us. Yep. We're resilient. You know, we are very resilient. We yes. will, land, we will land on our feet. So yep. don't, don't stay because you feel you're not going to have enough.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I
0: love
1: it. I love that too. <laughs>
0: See, this is why I wanted to talk to you. Wow. so inspirational. I love
1: it.
0: You need to do more of this. You need to uh share more of you I'm with made, the world I'm because made. you're amazing. You're amazing. I'm oh, telling you. You, too. you and your part you you and your business partners. I know that I think it's Kalil, Kalia? Kalia. She shared a little bit about her journey and I'd love to talk to her one on one. Oh,
1: she's incredible
0: she is incredible. She's had a few um, ventures, right? Yes. A few yep. businesses and um, she she's very inspirational. Um,
1: I yeah, I to- will tell you, she is probably the most bold and brazen woman I've ever met in my life. Um, she is, and one thing, like I said, I was very conservative and I kept my job because I was scared of failure. And this woman laughs in failure's face. Um, she is not afraid to fail. She's had many failed businesses and she's like, I'm going to do this until I get it right, you know, and uh, she's comfortable with it. And for me, that is admirable. And that is something that I aspire to have, those same attributes that she has. And I'm, I'm getting there. But uh, that's my sister. She's my rock. I, I love her dearly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's, she's definitely amazing. You're surrounded by amazing people. Yes, so make yes, they sure Hold on to that, embrace it all right let everyone know where they can follow you absolutely um, where seventh and grove is located yeah um, you know instagram facebook handles whatever it is Good. i'm also going to tag it at the bottom of the description of this podcast okay.
1: but yeah, yeah you, can, you know you can find us at seventh that's the number seven th and grove.com uh that website is a well of knowledge you have we have a uh a virtual tour that you can go see our space in You can look at our food and our menu so you it's kind of like you're there um and then you can get us on instagram or facebook at seventh and grove.com um and that's where you can find all of our information as well um i mean my personal ig is at sir glenacy uh s-i-r-g-l-e-n-n-e-s-s-y um and you can follow me there as well
0: Wait, you have a personal Instagram and I'm not on it.
1: I know. I'm, I'm gonna find you right now. I'm headed. Yeah, I'm gonna find I have, you.
0: I have. Yeah, I have a personal Instagram too because I try to, keep, you know. But I love what you. I love what you post on your personal Facebook page. So I can't imagine what your Instagram is like.
1: Uh, <laughs> listen, I, love, I just be I like, am it. I gonna get it? I'll be, I be and you know it's so crazy. I'm like, am I gonna get in trouble for this? But I just. You know, nah, keep doing mind, it, please,
0: because like, okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it.
1: Thanks,
0: man. All right, one word.
1: One word. One
0: word you want to end this with. One word.
1: Consistency. Consistency. Ooh. And I think that would be the one word that I fight with every single day, um, is to be consistent. And consistent in my authenticity and who I am as a person, um, never, ever change, like you said, for the will of other people who are not even for you, um, be consistent in your self-care, be consistent in your business acumen, uh, and I think you will, you'll get to where you need to go, so yeah.
0: Ooh, you just made my hair stick up. <laughs> I want to think- <laughs> I know you're a very, very busy man. Thank you so
1: much. So Girl, you much know I love you. Joining. Please stop. Yeah. Do not do this. But I yeah.
0: So, grateful you. so thank you so, so much.
1: No worries.